You're listening to episode number 36 of the Rain BS Podcast. Discipline is a muscle that needs to be flexed. Welcome to the Brain BS Podcast, where you will learn how to recognize when the BS detector in your brain is sounding off and how to use that knowledge to get what you want out of life. Now here is your host, certified life coach from the Life Coach School and podcast newbie extraordinaire, Maureen Kafkas from MK Coach LLC. Hello and welcome back to the Brain BS Podcast. I'm going to warn you that it is pouring down rain outside right now, so you might hear a little bit of thunder. You'll hear the pitter-patter of the rain because we have a metal roof. Uh, But I am loving it. It's very cozy. My dogs are at the groomer. I have the house to myself, and I had two choices. I could either do my podcast or take a nap. I almost picked the nap, but I thought of my listeners. And I thought of discipline, which is the topic this week. So... We'll get back to that in a little bit. I wanted to talk about the brain BS that's going on in my head today. Well, first of all, a lot of it's good because I had an absolute blast at the reunion this past weekend. If any of my Ursuline classmates are listening to this episode, it was so awesome to see everybody. It was so much fun. It was kind of weird, though, when I first got there. It was a little overwhelming. I didn't know who to start with, who to talk to, who to say hi. It was kind of weird. Um... But I got used to it, and I I managed it, and it was really fun. And I stayed with my friend Molly, who I haven't seen for 11 years, and her family. And I absolutely love them, and I had the best time with them. It was an absolute blast. So if any of you are questioning whether you should go to your reunion or not, I highly recommend that you go. And try to hook up with a friend and go with them. Everyone thought it was so cool that Molly and I came together and that I was staying at her house. So I wanted to share that. And then on a less positive note, when I woke up this morning, my husband um, was showing me an interview of Shelby Rogers, I think is her name. I'm not positive about the name. I probably should have checked that before I did this. But she's an upcoming tennis player. And she was being interviewed. And she was talking about the comments and the things that she has to deal with. In the press and on social media, people actually giving her death threats and calling her fat pig. Oh, I am so appalled at human behavior sometimes. I like to focus on the positive, but sometimes you just can't help but get that negative put right in your face. And you just really have to wonder why. Why do human beings do that to other human beings? So one of my goals is that Anybody who listens to my podcast and anybody who's in the Brain BS Facebook group isn't the type of person that would do that. That's my goal. We build people up. We do not tear them down. And why do we feel the need to tear down successful people? Anyway, that's my next podcast episode. And I did say in the last episode that this episode would be about trusting the process, but then I realized I already did that one. <laughs> I've been doing this for 36 weeks, so I totally forgot that I already did that. Doesn't mean I can't do it again, but I decided to do discipline because I was feeling the need to establish a little bit more in my life. So now I'm going to share with you my little tricks and strategies for how to do that and how do I manage how I manage my mind so that I can be successful with my goals. So I'm calling the name of the podcast. Discipline is a muscle that needs to be flexed. 
and this week I'm going to explore the concept of discipline, why it's so important to our health, and the correlation between discipline and our physical, mental, and emotional states. I will then discuss why discipline is so critical regarding how we manage our minds. I'll wrap it up by sharing a couple ways I plan to incorporate more of it into my life this September that may actually inspire you to challenge yourself as well. So let's start with defining discipline. I looked up the word and found there are quite a few definitions. It always makes me think and feel bad for people who are not English speaking by origin because our language, we have so many words that have so many different kinds of meanings. But anyway, that's a different podcast episode. So for the sake of this blog post and podcast, I'm narrowing it down to Merriam-Webster's Dictionaries Option C definition, which was described as self-control. Therefore, being in control of yourself and your actions is what I am referring to when I'm discussing discipline. Why might this be important? Well, I might just as well say, how could it not be? We already know that thoughts create feelings and those lead to actions and give us our results. So there is a cause and effect between the way we are thinking and our behavior. We frequently think of discipline in terms of our physical behavior, but what we forget is that we need discipline for managing our minds as well. Let's first talk about how lack of discipline impacts our physical health because I think this one is more obvious to all of us. So I'm trying to incorporate multiple things that are pretty general. So not all of this is going to apply to all of you, but some of it will. So you kind of just take and pick what applies to you so that you get the lesson. So if we don't practice discipline with, like, say, exercise, eating, and our drinking alcohol, and I'm including smoking pot here now because it's become very popular and it's legal in a lot of places, so we're just going to throw it in the mix. So when we don't, when we're not taking our care of ourselves for practicing discipline with that, we can see that reflected in our appearance. For some of us, some of us, it doesn't happen. But so, for example, we may be packing a few extra pounds, possibly moving a little slower. Perhaps our faces might be a little puffy. That happens to me all the time when I drink on the weekends and we lose that healthy glow. In addition, our energy reserve might decline while our respiratory rate goes up because we're out of shape. And this can compromise our health and increase the likelihood of injuring ourselves or incurring adverse medical conditions. On the flip side, if we are aware and mindful of how we take care of ourselves and practice discipline, you can usually tell that by looking at someone too. So the correlation is evident because of all these physical changes include an impact on our mental and emotional being. When we pack on some extra pounds, this can consume our minds, especially women. We usually talk to ourselves in a negative and destructive ways, which can lead to anxiety, depression, and self-loathing. When we are moving slower from lack of exercise, we're more likely to feel older, less empowered, and have a mind cluttered with raising thoughts and excessive worry. When we feel like our face is puffy and our skin looks drab, we don't feel youthful, attractive, or vibrant. In fact, as women, we tend to feel invisible, insignificant, and adequate just from experiencing age-related changes that are not even in our control, and that can happen to us even when we're disciplined. But when we compound those effects and choose not to practice self-care, it adds to the negative relationship we have with ourselves, and then that permeates all our relationships. When we have less energy, a higher heart rate, physical injuries, and or medical chronic conditions, 
We then may have to learn how to manage pain, navigate our healthcare system, implement complex medication management, make lifestyle changes, and we can even possibly become debilitated. This can lead to feelings of hopelessness, hopelessness, defeat, and bouts of being overwhelmed. It could also possibly lead to feelings of bitterness, anger, and self-pity, which just worsens the entire situation all the way around. So now that we've established that lack of discipline and exercise, eating or drinking, smoking has a pretty significant correlation on our emotional mental state, let's examine why we need discipline for effective mind management. Well, for beginners, we need to have discipline if we want to become more self-aware because it requires focus, diligence, repetition, and vigilance. Increased self-awareness is necessary for us to take note of our automatic brain habits, patterns, and routines. Similar to when we want to make changes to our daily self-care routine to get different results, we have to start by becoming aware of how we created the results we are currently experiencing in the first place. So if we want to lose weight, we might start writing down everything we're eating, keeping track of calories, weighing ourselves daily. In a similar fashion, we need to practice discipline with our mind management by taking note of all the thoughts that come up, examine how they make us feel, determine whether they are serving us or not, and whether we want to keep them or discard them. Since we have about 60,000 thoughts a day, this is no small task. Just like we have to resist urges to eat a cookie when we are trying to lose weight, we also have to resist the urge to fall back into lack of awareness and automatic mode of thinking. We have to stay focused on living a deliberate life and learning how to purposely create the results we want in our life. And we have to do that over and over again. This is the only way we can reclaim our personal power. So this is a good time for me to review how we do that. How do we reclaim our personal power? We have thoughts that pop in our head. We don't believe them because we know they're not factual. We do not confuse fact with fiction. We don't get caught up in the feeling that comes after the thought. We distance ourselves from it and we don't make the thought being there a problem. If we can't shake the feeling that comes with a thought, like we just can't get rid of it because we can't stop believing it, then we just have to feel the feeling. So we have to get still, we close our eyes, we breathe into the feeling. We pay attention to how it feels in our body. We can even describe it, come up with a color, a texture, however you want to do it. But we have to stick with it and keep breathing into it until it dissipates. This is how we release emotions that are trapped in our body and in our subconscious mind. The process of releasing our feelings combined with managing our thoughts is what many refer to as living consciously. I like to call it living a deliberate life and choosing our thoughts on purpose. All right. So now we understand the importance of discipline and how it impacts our physical, mental, and emotional health and how they all sort of interact together. We have also learned why we must rely on discipline to manage our minds effectively. Now I want to share... A couple challenges I'm taking on to flex my discipline muscle in the pursuit of personal growth. I will tell you the thoughts that help me keep going and the strategies I use to inspire me to create results I desire. First, I have decided that for the month of September, I'm only going to drink two nights a week instead of three. I have toyed with this idea for quite some time and I'm ready to take the step. 
And I didn't say weekends because if there's a special event or something, but basically for me, it's Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Um, but now I'm cutting back to two of those days. I want to increase my chance of success, so I'm not approaching it as an all or nothing deal, which is why I made it a goal for a month and not life, even though it very well could become a longer term goal and most likely will at some point. But my brain likes me making it a month and thinks it's much more manageable to give something up when I look at it this way. I highly recommend that if you decide to make a change, don't go too big unless it's absolutely necessary and stick with one thing. But for example, if you're an alcoholic who is chemically dependent on alcohol, then it must be all or nothing. This is for those of you who just have an emotional dependence on alcohol. I want to share this with you because this strategy has worked very well for me. So now that I've established my goal and shared it with you, I have to find thoughts that work for me and align me with my objectives. If I have thoughts like, this really sucks, or maybe um, I hate being bored so bad, that's not going to cut it. The thoughts I am relying on today are, I welcome all of the discomfort that comes with personal growth. I am also thinking any changes require an adjustment period. Another thought I am choosing is that I am looking forward to really feeling the feelings that come with not giving in to an urge. Ooh, that one feels empowering. I am also thinking that being bored is not going to kill me. Although I spent my, like a great part of my life thinking that it will. Another thought is I am focusing on what I am going to get from conquering this challenge, not what I am giving up. The last thought that I will share is that it is time for me to stop being afraid of boredom because it is just an emotion and it cannot actually hurt me. If you decide to incorporate more discipline into your life, you will have to find your own thoughts that work for you that trigger the feeling of disciplined. Think of them as something you try on. Sometimes they fit and trigger the feeling that you need to lead to the actions that give you the result you want, and sometimes they just don't. So what might work for one person doesn't work for another. But I will tell you, if in order for this to work, you have to actually believe the feeling in your body. You must be able to believe it to the core because that's the only way it will inspire the actions necessary to achieve your goal. So I decided, I, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good about that one challenge, but I really wanted to carry this over because when we work on something, it goes to every area of our life. So we're talking about discipline right now, like with food, exercise, drinking, whatever. But we're talking time management, mind management. We're talking about how much time you spend on social media. There's like so many things that you can set limits on so that you can increase your discipline. And we don't even think to do it. But it's really, it's a great way to experience personal growth. And you can start out small, baby steps. Okay, so my second challenge is I am choosing to do one that I've tried multiple times without success, but I never really made an announcement. Well, I did to my group, but, um, but I'm doing it in a more earnest way this time, and I'm being really specific, and I think I tried to make the window too small before. So I'm creating a window for me to be on social media. Now, I don't do any social media just for fun. It's all related to work. But I've decided that I'm going to um, 
make it so that it's from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and then I'm cutting myself off. Now, my computer and my phone always tells me when people are getting back to me and gives me notices. So this is going to be, this. my first thought that came up for me is, oh my God, this is going to be hard. Then it was, oh my God, I'm going to have to resist so many urges over and over again. But the other thought that occurred to me was, oh my God, this is going to be great for my relationship and quality time with Bob because I'm not always picking up my phone. It kind of becomes habitual. I don't think I'm telling anybody that they don't know. But when you do it for your business, especially, it's like right there, you just keep grabbing it. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. I've decided I'm not going to be that person. So I have to come up with new goals and or not new goals. I'm sorry. I need to come up with new thoughts that work for me. I, of course, I'm using my good, my old favorite. I welcome all the discomfort that comes with personal growth. I do that with every goal. So this won't be an exception. Another thought that feels inspiring to me is I can do anything if I set my mind to it. Another good one is I have to do it now that I put it in my blog and podcast. <laughs> this brings up a good point though. It's always good to have an accountability partner when striving to achieve a goal, which is what you get when you hire a coach. So yet another reason why everybody needs a life coach. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a life coach, because I have my own life coach and I am evidence that this stuff works and I want to give everybody else the opportunity to experience the same personal growth, peace of mind and self-love that I have now. So in conclusion, discipline is critical to our physical, mental, and emotional health. We need it to inspire us on how we take care of ourselves with food, alcohol, smoking, exercise. We also need it to manage our minds effectively to create the results that we desire. It's important to understand that discipline helps us to show up to the world as the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. If we are not doing that and we're not utilizing discipline, then it's time to find a way to get it back into our lives and start evolving and living up to our potential. So what do you think? Is there something you can do to add more discipline to your life? Is there something you have been thinking about but just not inspired to take action quite yet? Let today be the day that you bite the bullet and create a goal that will improve your life. Like I said, it could be baby steps. You could pick something small to get just get going and get a little bit of momentum. Maybe you've been wanting to start a blog for yourself, but you keep putting it off. What would be the first step to get you going? Make that your goal to create some momentum instead of making it a huge you know, goal. Well, if you want to call it huge, it just depends on how you look at it. But the goal in itself doesn't have to be the blog. You can make a goal for each step of the way leading up to the blog and cultivate your discipline as you go. So I want you to really take some time to really think this through. And I really want you to do it. I want you to take on this challenge and I want you to share this stuff with me. I want you to join the Brain BS group if you haven't already. And if you are in the group and you're listening to this or you're my friend or whatever, email me, tell me what you're trying to do. This is going to be huge if we can all do this together. If we have women supporting other women, we're all building each other up. The collective energy from that is going to be absolutely awesome. All right, get out there and flex that discipline muscle because that's all I've got for you and I want to hear all about it.
Hope you learned something valuable here today. See you next episode. If you like what you heard here today, I would like to ask you to subscribe to the Brain BS Podcast. Give me a review of five and share it with everybody you know. You can also go to my website, www.thebrainbs.com and check out what I'm all about and how I can possibly help you. If you're ready, you can sign up for a free 60-minute consult or get to know me better in my free Facebook group called The Brain BS Group, where we dig deeper on all of these topics and you can ask me all the questions. Lastly, always remember, the only thing standing between you and the life you want is your brain BS.